Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek for the voyage home one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. Happy Monday. And to you, sir. And uh, Unlucky Monday. Unlucky. Oh, minute 13. Unlucky. Minute 13. Yes, unlucky for some. It's not, not a yeah, good it's, yeah, it's not good for them. Uh, yeah. So this is minute 13, and this minute starts with the USS Saratoga drifting off into space and ends with the US, U- USS Yorktown Captain Joel Randolph sending a code red message to Starfleet. I like how you um, your description of the Saratoga just gently drifting off into space. It sounds very calming and relaxing to me. Well, you know, <laughs> it's funny you say that. Because I feel like the crew is calm and relaxed because of this happening. Calm and relaxed meaning they're not like running around with their hair on fire, screaming in terror. Yeah, so you know, we get the captain and she is uh, you know, she's contacting Starfleet and she, you know, says Starfleet come in. This is Saratoga. Can you hear me? Come in please. Come in, please. I mean it's very I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but it's very, like, pleading, but not – I mean, she just says it in such a manner that it bugs me. It, yeah, it, it bugs me, too, uh, because it does, you said it, pleading. It, it sounds – she's a Starfleet captain, you know, and, you know, we judge – I don't know. I'm not even going to say we judge, but, you know, Starfleet – it's a cap, captain of a ship. You'd think that she'd be yeah. more in control of the situation. And and here she f- sounds like she's given up and it's just like, please, somebody come help me. Like That's – you hit it right there, giving up. Like she's already, she's already given up. And uh, the other thing that bugs me, again, I have a, I have a love hate with this particular portion of the minute. Okay. I, I love the scene itself. Mm-hmm. You know, the the red alert, the red. You know, we get the interior exterior shots of the Saratoga, and we get the you know the listing and the clearly the sinking of the vessel. But what I don't like about this episode, and and you said it earlier. No one's running around with their hair on fire. No one is doing anything. Like there's no – let's go back to Wrath of Khan. Okay. When Khan first attacks, there is mass chaos. And granted, they were just attacked by a ship. But I mean they're like people running around and doing all kinds of stuff. There's nothing here. They're, they are just hmm, you know, another day at the office. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and I will. Uh, I totally agree. There's, yeah, no one's putting out fires. No one's, you know, uh, running around with medical equipment. But I will say that the navigator and the helmsman, they are, uh, they're pushing buttons, and they're, which is, which is interesting at this point because they don't, they, aren't they dead in the water? So, I admire, yeah. I admire them because. I would be like, well, I'm just gonna put my hands in my lap and be like, mm, I gave up. I, <laughs> there's nothing else I can do. We don't have any power. But they're 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 trying. They're pushing buttons. They're it looks like they're they're trying to do something. Yeah, maybe. And, and I'm not trying to yeah, contradict what you're saying. No, I know no, what you're no. Saying. It's not that they're not doing anything. It's it just seems like there's no real 
sense of urgency here. No sense of yeah, like you know, nothing. And then, and then you get the the face shots of the science officer, <laughs> of the captain, and then the helmsman, and you mean all great Radre, <laughs> all great shots. But it just, I just feel like one after the other just looks. Like, yeah, like there's no hope. Like there's no hope for them to survive. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's – again, like I said, I have a love-hate relationship with this minute, this portion of the minute. I love parts of it. I don't like the sense of non-urgency, that sort of stuff. Yeah. I, it's kind of fun to explore because the, the shot of the um, the science officer makes me think of Cadet Todd in Wrath of oh, Khan. A little bit, yeah. And, you know, he like he looks like he's deer in headlights. He's just given up. And – um and i mean this you know the ship ship's dead in the water right you mm. know, that this has got to be something they all train for this has got to be a scenario like all right when the ship goes dead in the water you know forget your control panels you need to be ripping stuff up off the floor going underneath the consoles and getting to the hard wire you know and, and right you know trying to jump start things yeah maybe that's think, maybe that's what i'm looking for yeah you're looking for some 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 alternate action here or some, you know, uh, some Scotty maneuvers, right? Let me just, you know, if I rip, knock this chair over and go underneath the the decking here, I can, uh, I can connect these two wires. I'll be good for a little while, but nobody's doing that. Yeah. Maybe that's, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, when in next generation and data would pull off the, you know, the panel and he'd be switching cards around and yeah, looking for a better connection. Yeah. 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 They've got to have a battery down there somewhere. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, so I think it's, I think you kind of, you know, well, the other thing I wanted to, so other thing, well, one thing I like about this scene, which I think is, is kind of subtle. Um, you know, we get this at the very big top of the minute, you, you get the Saratoga starting to drift mm. away. The lights are flashing on and off Then you cut to the bridge and in all the shots of the science officer, the captain, the, uh, Chitra Radre, <laughs> I just like to say his name, uh, in all those shots, the camera is continuing to tilt right off yes. you know off the horizontal plane or whatever it's you know it's, so it's it's a nice touch that they you know the ship is the ship is listing right and and we're getting to see it in camera um, right granted they're not holding on like oh my god i'm about to fall out of my chair which that would be an interesting thing to see um you know them like upside down on the yeah. ceiling have we ever seen anything like that that would be something yeah, so that brings up actually that brings up kind of an interesting question is that they are listing. Yeah. But they have the gravity still on. I mean, power's failing. I know this isn't wouldn't gravity fail in the ship, especially where they're listing. Like it, yeah, they would be floating around and Yeah, yeah. no. I, well, that's okay. So that's uh, I'm not a fan of the floating around. Cause we do see oh me that. neither. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have liked that if they had done that. I felt like that would have been stupid. Right. But now, but but I would like to see it upside down and them on the ceiling. But that would mean they still have some kind of gravity. Right. <laughs> so I guess yeah. I, I guess I can't have my cake and eat it too. Or <laughs> it's not going to happen. Either going to get floating people or nothing. Boo. Um. So here's so, my question for. Oh, go okay. ahead. No, no, I was just going to say. Uh, uh, during this minute, we hear some. You know, we hear some sounds. In the background, so yeah. you hear the probe, um, you know the woo woo, you know the the probe. <laughs> Wait, how's it? Go? Oh, those are the whale. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it again. You, but you were trying to do. You're trying to do the whale portion of the. Yes. Of the pro- okay. Yes. And what's the other one? But then there's 
But then there's we're hearing the the klaxon, the red alert klaxon going off, mm-hmm. and then we hear some other some other noises, particularly when we see the close up of the uh, helmsman. Yeah, it almost sounds like he's growling. I don't know if you picked up on that, but it's like I'm assuming it's the ship. You know, as it's listing, it's making you know, like when a house settles, it makes a noise or. I'm assuming it's that noise, yep. but it, it's right when he looks, and it just makes me think that he is like he's doing like, mm, like one of those. Uh, let's say that's what it is. Uh, I had to go back and as you were talking, I was listening to it on my other ear. Uh, I can't quite tell what it is either, but I like to think it's him. Yeah, I, I totally think it's him. And and well, speaking of that, right? And this yes. is kind of so. Do you think? I, do you think, well, you and I, do you think they're going to die? Do you think that the people in the Saratoga survive? Because we don't ever see them again. We don't. You are correct. We don't yeah. ever see or hear about them again. Right. Um, I would like to think they do survive, but things that give me pause is when we get the scene, you know, about minute, uh, second 15, uh, we go back to the exterior and we see the lights going on and off mm-hmm. on the Saratoga. And then, you know, they're sort of flickering and then they sort of go out yeah. and they don't come back and then they don't come back on. So you're sort of like, that's uh, not good for you guys. <laughs> it's not good for you. Um, but I don't know if that, again, is that a power saving thing? Like, are they turning the lights off? And I know we've had many discussions about this, the exterior lights on on starships. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because there's still a couple of like those running lights are still right. On. Yeah. So I think they still have power. I, I want to believe that they're. I think I said this way back when you know the the probes sort of comes in view. And I said that uh, I want to believe that the probe is, you know, disabling them but not killing them. But there are other things that happen in this minute that sort of, again, give me pause to say, mm, maybe, yeah. maybe that maybe they're, uh, maybe right. they're, uh, they're in trouble. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think we did talk about that, right? The probe is not doing this on. I don't think he's doing it. He. <laughs> I don't think the probe is doing it on purpose. Right. Um, yeah. But if he accidentally knocks the power, I said it again, he, I keep saying he, if it accidentally knocks the power out to a starship, if those guys don't get power back in a certain amount of time, they're goners. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to be dark and say, this is curtains for them. Um, probably. Yeah. All right. So but before we say goodbye to the Saratoga, I, did, I, I assume you, you recognize, we all recognize the Saratoga. It is a, uh, Miranda class, yep. Starship like the Reliant, our pals yes. the Reliant, and behind the scenes, uh, that is uh, the same ship. That is the same Reliant. Yeah. yeah, they just uh, and I, I was actually looking. They did change the numbers. I, it looks like the ship number is eighteen eighty seven. Yep, eighteen eighty seven. Uh, yeah. Yep. So they did at least you know re- repaint the the dish. Um, and uh, so I just uh, right. Is there any, uh, and obviously we just talk about Star Trek, uh, yeah, but is there any other, you know, franchise in television and movie history that is so frugal as Paramount is with Star Trek in all the reuse? Um, it's just amazing. Um, it's all over the place. 
so I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> no, I know. I just, but more rhetorical. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, like, if you got to believe that the Federation has that many ships, clearly, and it, it's even, yeah, we could go on and for days about talking about like our own Navy has classes of ships and there's, you know, the enterprise is the same as the Yorktown is the same as the, right. you know, whatever. So, um, you know, but yeah, I, I think it's kind of, it would be nice to see interesting, like in search for Spock, you know? Um, so like in search for Spock, the, the Grissom was a different, you know, yes. Yeah, class. Different look. Yep. And yep. that's exciting when you see different classes and you don't just see the enterprise model or, you know, the galaxy, uh, their constitution and you don't see just the Miranda class. I mean, yeah, they're cool, but I mean, for me, Miranda class has always been, it's the reliant. That's the reliant model. Like, and it, and it holds, I think a special place in all Star Trek fans as being like the cool bad guy, you know, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's a cool one. And the enterprise, you know, the constitution class, it, it's, it's cool because it's the enterprise. I mean, it could have come up. Yeah, show us other stuff. Like, in that sense, I, I totally agree with you. I will have to. Uh, yeah, you're right. We this go. This could be a huge tangent. Maybe we should save it for our weekend show. If you're, yeah, if you're sure. Patreon, there's a little plug. If you guys are Patreon supporters, we do have a weekly show that we do. Um, you go to StarTrekMinute.com/slash/Patreon, uh, get all the details. Um, we should talk about that because. Uh, I'm just going to say that I'm not a huge fan of the variety of ships that we see later in in series. They, I think right. they, there are some successful ones and there are some terrible <laughs> ones. Be, uh, I love that topic. So I just have one last thing before we switch over or move away from this. Say goodbye, Saratoga. Um, in the script, we were talking about how big is the probe. Yeah. Um, in the, the in the script, there's a line that says the probe is now recognized as miles long. Miles long. Wow. Miles long. And I saw I saw some other, you know, in my research, saw some other stuff that uh, somewhere it's mentioned, it's mentioned specifically that it's five miles long. Um, but the script just says miles long. So at the very last clip, do you yes. think it looks miles long? From here, from here, you, no. We're obviously looking under the belly. And under we see the, the Saratoga. Yeah. And, you know, the Saratoga is definitely much smaller than the probe. Yep. But I don't know if I get miles long. And maybe, again, this is not a good perspective to see it. I don't think it is. There's a better one in minutes coming up where we get a pretty good look at the like the length of it. Right. But, you know, but even so, five miles long is, you know, you need to, like, float it over New York City or something to be able to get a sense of the scale, right? When you get this thing just floating up in space, it's hard to tell. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I've got for minute uh, second twenty. <laughs> second twenty. Okay, so we switch over and uh, we're back on Earth, mm-hmm. and um, we see a new character here, uh, Admiral Cartwright. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's the distinguished African American-looking gentleman, um, and he's holding the clipboard. And uh, if you go back to the script, he was not supposed to be here. It was supposed to be uh, Admiral Morrow, who we know from. Search for Spock. Yep. Yep. I would have – not that I don't like this actor or like um, the, the gentleman who played Moro better. I just like consistency, and I feel like we are being consistent with most of the movies here in the last you know, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. 
it would have been nice if they would have brought him back. Because obviously there's a personal relationship with him and Kirk, and mm-hmm. you know I feel like it just would have it would have had a, a different element. And the fact that we're introducing yet another new character, mm, just not sure I like it. Yeah, no, I, I I will agree with you that yeah, I like the I like the background characters or these secondary characters being you know continuous and right. Um, I mean, well he he and Camarag. Uh, they all carry forward. They we, they show up again in Star yes. Trek Six. And is, isn't he the bad guy? Isn't this the bad guy in Star Trek Six? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. You haven't seen that movie. <laughs> I don't know what that. So I've heard <laughs> heard tell of this movie, but I don't <laughs> I haven't really seen anything all about right. it. <laughs> Forget that then. Scratch, scratch it. Uh, save it. Um, so yeah, Cartwright. Uh, I think we talked we talked about the the act. Brock Peters plays him, and we talked about it a little mm. bit in the, in the credits. He you know. The, his other um, Star Trek credentials is that he played uh, Cisco's father yep. in Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I guess that's really all I had for him. Yeah, he, that's about it. Yeah, um, right. Cartwright, of course, that always that's, brings back. Yeah, exactly. Bring, brings back Seinfeld, um, Costanza. <laughs> yeah, I said Costanza. He says Cartwright. I missed the call. <laughs> so, um, uh, so Cartwright aside, he's uh, of note. He's signing a clipboard, yep. right? Which I do love. Uh, you know how many clipboards do we see in Star Trek? Um, there's a there's a couple of crewmen, crewmen. I don't know officers in the background. Uh, I think the lady's taking pictures. So and they're talking. I'm, can you hear? Can you, they're actually they're they have dialogue in this minute but i can't I understand what they're saying yeah i didn't hear them and i don't think i've seen that in the script so i don't know what they're doing um yeah i think they're just know, what the heck could they be doing <laughs> this i mean this looks like a nice day outside right the probe isn't here yet um so all i can think of is they're just you know taking pictures it's good it's well, nice view well if i had to if i had a an idea of what was going on. He's definitely mansplaining something to her. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. If anybody could enhance that dialogue for us, that would be great. I'd love to know what they're actually saying. But it totally looks like he she's looking through some sort of viewer, and he's got some sort of device. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know. All right. How do we feel about the window and the background? I mean, we obviously know we're in San Francisco. We know yep. we're at Starfleet Academy or the Starfleet headquarters. Yep. Um, so I think it's cool. The shuttle passes by oh, in yeah. the background. I, um, dig, I dig it all. I mean, uh, there's a nice, look, de- nice detailing on the you know, the the building itself. You can see part of the building out the window, and you know, yep. it's not just some smooth, you know, I can see rivets and stuff. And uh, the only thing I don't know the the Golden Gate Bridge very now, you know well, yeah. So I can't tell if the the, the decking on the Golden Gate Bridge has been sci-fied or right. if that's what it actually looks like in real life. Um, yeah, I don't know either, but yeah. I will say, and again, <laughs> we're nitpickers. <laughs> I've watched this cutaway a dozen times already, uh-huh. and the background moves. Oh, what do you mean? There's a little movement, so you can totally tell it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
how do you mean it moves? Like up and down or left and right or what? You, what? Ju- you just see a juddering of the – it's either the background or when they were – I think it's when they're tracking about second 26. They're trying to – you know, they're trying to – it's probably green screened. So I, the, it looks like they had trouble tracking the movement where Cartwright moves forward and then the camera moves. And I think you just see a little bit of the – they're trying to make the perspective – continue correctly and oh. you just see a little bit of movement and it just wow again we're nitpickers and good eye putty <laughs> I, I thought i was looking for like i thought it was a curtain or something and, and it was fluttering in a breeze oh no no it's just like <laughs> yeah you totally it's just it looks like it's just a tracking shot i see because there's motion in the scene right i think if they had if cartwright had stayed there and the president had come across you probably don't see that, but because there is movement, you know, the camera zooms in a little bit. I think you're seeing all that. I'm sure people in the industry could explain it better than I could, but I definitely, I definitely see it. I don't have the terminology to to say well, like what the shot is or whatever. I got you. Um, I actually don't like the end of that tracking shot <laughs> because it ends up with, uh, it ends up with. Cartwright in the council president almost nose to nose. Yeah, they're a little close. I feel like I that would be beyond my personal right. space. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I've had conversations with you in real life. I never stand that close to you. No. That's you know, unless you're like in a you know, a narrow hallway and you have to be that close. Right, yeah. But so do we blame is that is that a is that Nimoy who did would have done that? As a director, would he put him that close or who you know, is that Again, it's probably one of those movies things, you know, where they they cheat a little, so it makes it look like they're, you know, not really close, but close. And I don't know. I, I'm sure there's a movie term for it, and I'm sure they had a good idea there, but it just, yeah, I agree, it does play out very well. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they look yeah. a little too close. Right. Okay. Well, let's uh let's keep going because there's, there's some pretty cool stuff going on at the back half of this minute. We're only halfway through, man. Uh, right. The, uh... yeah, so, yeah, so the president comes up and says, status, status report, Admiral. And Cartwright says, uh, Mr. President, the probe is headed directly for us. Uh, the signal is damaging everything in its path. path. The Klingons have lost two vessels, two starships, and three smaller vessels have been neutralized. So, curious. I'm assuming that the two ships are the Saratoga and uh, what we learn is the uh, Yorktown. But I'm wondering what the smaller vessels are. Yeah, what's a smaller vessel? Is it just those little uh, little shuttlecraft we keep sitting around, the, the, the tugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it a just a non-Federation ship, like a, a you know a, a hauler kind of thing? You know, uh, uh, just a transport. Right. Yeah, or that uh, that cool uh, that cool shuttlecraft that brought Spock to the Enterprise in the motion picture. <laughs> No, um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> wow, <laughs> got a reaction out of you for that one. Um, uh, no, there's nothing wrong with that ship. Nothing at all. Okay. Um, yeah, it could be the like the ship from you know Search for uh, Search for Spock, the Merchantman machine uh, ship oh, there. Yep, the Merchantman. Um, but uh, this is a great scene though. It almost uh, you know the Admiral and the and the Federation President. You know they walk into obviously the command center mm-hmm. and all the screens are displaying all kinds of cool, uh, cool things. Yeah. 
Um, you know, like looks like the solar system, looks like a larger spherical grid of like whether things are getting neutralized or where the path of the, the probe is. And then off to the left, you see part of your SETI program running. <laughs> yep. Um, but looks like everybody's doing stuff and it, it totally makes me think of like, uh, you know, uh, Cape Canaveral where they're all in the command, you know, yeah. they're all in the chairs or sure, sure. possibly NORAD or something like that. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot to take in. I mean, the graphics are pretty cool and, yep. um, I, I always, I, the, the path of the probe stick, as soon as the path of the probe is getting tracked on that sphere, yep. um, I found it interesting the way it loops and spirals. Right, yeah. You know, where you're always thinking, for me, I'm always thinking, oh, you're traveling from here to there. You're going in a straight line. And, um, you know, apparently not. So Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't appear that way. No. Um, I have to, I have a tidbit on the table that's in the room, the, the lit up table. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we just talked about Paramount being frugal before. Mm. Uh, that that table uh, is in the next generation all the time. That is the station down in engineering that they. Oh, uh, is it really? Yeah. Oh wow! So this is a uh, first appearance, and but mm. not the last. Wow, that actually survived because I know, like, um, I think we were talking to uh, uh, Sully and uh, Ted Sullivan, mm-hmm. you know, last uh, last season, and. Um, they were talking. Yeah, I think Ted was talking about how they um, they like would burn the sets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I've like, heard that too. Yeah. So I'm um, surprised things actually made it from yeah. you know uh, you know movie to movie to you know how many years later was Next Generation after this movie? Actually, um, no, not much. It was this is what a year. Oh yeah, I guess it. We, yeah, it's yeah, only like it, a year before. Oh yeah, I guess not. So and maybe when they were working on the show, they were just sort of they were after this was made, they were scrounging around like, hey, we need that table. Yeah. Can we use that table? Can we, we deal with that? that? Uh, so anyway, so I love to I love stuff like that. It's always mm. always cool to. Uh, there's an interesting. Uh, I'm going all over the place in here. There's an interesting character in here uh, in this shot. Um, he's kind of he's walking with um, or walking behind Cartwright in the council president. Um, yep. He's got white gloves on. Do you think he's like uh, honor guard, like the Marines? Um, he's like the 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 Federation presidents, um, oh, like you know, honor guard. Because it looks like he's got. If you look real quick at second thirty-one, you will see his shoulder, and it looks <laughs> yeah. like there's a tassel okay. on his shoulder. Yeah, I so see I'm it. wondering if he is some sort of like personal. Bodyguard, attaché, servant. Uh, <laughs> servant. Not really. Obviously, there's, that's not what it is, but you know what I mean? Like he's like some sort of like liaison, aide, whatever. Yeah. We'll have to do some homework there and see if he's got a different title than the rest of them. Yeah. Because he definitely, yeah, you're right. He's got some interesting, whatever that braid is on his on his jacket, white gloves. Right. So he's, he's, he's not an ensign, right? He's, he's someone important and, uh, homework yep definitely okay uh what else we got uh the yorktown so we get um yeah so we get the cart rate has mentioned that the vessels have gone down and the federation president says neutralized how and cartridge says uh we don't know get me the yorktown and then we see a what i'm assuming is some sort of pre-recorded 
message because I don't think he's – they're talking to him live. I never got the impression that they were talking to him live. No, I get the impression that he's on a recording. So – and it says uh, Yorktown uh, on you know an uh, emergency channel 0130 code red. Oh, that's right. It cuts off. We know that's right. We don't hear his message in this minute. <sighs> yep. So we hear his message in the next one. So he is – this is Captain uh, Joel Randolph, which is mentioned we mentioned before at the beginning, um, and he is captain of the Yorktown. Which we don't see the Yorktown, but everything I've researched is that this is a sister ship to the Enterprise, and it's also a Constitution class. Oh, cool! Uh, NCC one seven zero four. Oh, wow! Really? The, that close? Yep. So I think. Uh, yeah, I found a couple references on Memory Alpha and Memory Beta where uh, they they reference the ship, but uh, I, they don't show any pictures of it. They just say, you know, sister ship to Enterprise and give the, the registry uh, number. But that's all the information I could find on this version of the Yorktown. Okay, cool. 1704. Well, now I want to know what the 1702 is. Yeah. <laughs> 1702. I don't. I, I, I always assume the numbers are all... Uh, very different, not not sequential. Right. Yep. Um, so the, the the script is actually different. Um, you know, the president comes up and says, "Status report." Morrow, or uh, in the script, Morrow says, "You know, uh, the probe has passed through all quadrants. The starships Shepard and Yorktown, and three smaller ship vessels have been neutralized." So oh. they reference a different ship. We have already seen the Saratoga go down. So. When he says two other vessels, two starships and three smaller vessels, that, I guess that's what he's referencing. The Shepherd. Yeah. So then the president says again, neutralized how? And Morrow says, we don't know. It's using forms of energy our best scientists do not understand. And the president says, can you protect us? Where Morrow responds, we are launching everything we have. Okay. So there's more of a... I wonder why they left that detail out. Why would they have left changed the line to you know why in the shooting did they did right. they say two ships and not the shepherd and the only thing I can I can reason is that um, we don't see the shepherd and we don't see anything to do with the shepherd I think until minute I think I, I looked this up it's I think it's like minute twenty one or twenty two okay um, and we again it's another one of those we just see an on screen person talking we don't see like a vessel or there's no scene involving the shepherd but okay oh, um, so we do get to see something related to it yeah cool. yeah well i think i think that gets us to the end of the minute right the uh, captain randolph it does starting to uh launch code red and um I don't have anything else for this minute. How about you? I don't. I have some some more tidbits about our captain here, Joel Randolph, but that's about it. All right. Save it. Well, let's wrap up then, shall we? We shall. We shall. All right. Well, folks, we'll be back again on Wednesday, but uh, if you want to uh, keep in touch while, while you're waiting, uh, uh, you can head out to the social medias, uh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Check us out there. We're Star Trek Minute. Um, and we'll be back again on Wednesday talking about Minute 14 of Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye. Oh,